0: Here we go God, do people not know I'm at work? The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Woo woo. Man, I'm
1: low riding this chair today. Woo! <laughs> 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 Every day when I come into this production studio, the chair has been lowered to its lowest setting. Like, it's practically on the floor. I
0: don't—who sits like that? That's not I, a normal way to sit in a chair. No.
1: It like, the, the, it's as low as it goes to the floor, and the computer monitor is pulled as far forward as it can possibly go. And I just—it's it's, a bizarre way to uh, to work, I think. If you walked into a bank
0: manager's office, <laughs> you're going you're going into the bank— I don't know, to apply for a business loan because Bryce Kelly, you're a businessman. That's right. You want to do more businessy things. Yeah. But you need a loan. You go and the person sitting, she's sitting like an inch or two off the floor behind her giant desk. That's going to, that's going to look weird. So who sits like that at a desk?
1: I don't know if you're going to, you know, take a tour of the parliament buildings. Yeah. Walk in like, this is the prime minister's office. And you'll walk in and the chair is on the floor and the monitor is pulled.
0: It's just weird, right? It is weird. It's odd. Eh.
1: To each their own, I suppose.
0: I guess so. I, I guess suppose. so. As I put my feet up on the desk here. <laughs> this is this is the most comfortable spot in the studio, in the entire station for me to do this. I don't know what it is. There's something about the, like this is a low rider chair. I've dropped this one down substantially, but it allows me to put both feet up on the desk. And I like that look.
1: I pull the microphone way in. That's why you sound so relaxed. Am I that relaxed? You sound you sound like you have your feet up.
0: You know what? I had a nap in the studio before the show this morning. Did you even know that? I did not know that. 10 to 6 this morning, I was like my... Because I got up at like 2 o'clock this morning again. And my eyes were getting heavy, so I set a just a timer on my phone for 7 minutes. So I had time to you know, wake up and wipe the sleep out of my eyes before we had to talk right at six o'clock. Wow. I sat in those two leather chairs in that studio, put my foot up on one and I just, I nodded off for five, six minutes.
1: Did it help or did it make things worse?
0: No, it actually did help. Okay. Yeah. So weird morning though. Hey.
1: Yeah. It was a weird morning. So yeah, I don't know. It's, it's. In the city of Edmonton this morning, and we don't know a lot of details at this point.
0: Yeah, like we're still this this story broke an hour and a half ago, maybe.
1: Yeah, yeah. Where two police officers here in Edmonton were shot and killed in the line of duty t- today. We don't know what the call was they were out. We don't know anything. We don't
0: know who they are. We don't know anything about them
1: at this point. We know nothing. But uh, it's interesting because it happened, you know, about two hours into a four hour show, and. It's a weird thing when you're doing a a show and one of these tragedies unfolds.
0: We were literally talking about getting locked out of your house in your underwear. Yeah. Like, or, you know, just an embarrassing situation where you were locked out of something. And then all of a sudden this story broke and it's like you have to hit the brakes and it's just such a delicate balancing act act because you want to be respectful because there are families and there are like other Edmonton police first responders in general, like this is going to hit them very, very
1: hard. Yeah. This is the worst day of a lot of people's lives today.
0: Yes. And and you need to be sensitive, but when there's nothing really more as far as details, it's hard to find the right things to talk about.
1: Yeah. It's hard to find the right tone. Like, yeah. It, it, so it's hard to figure out how to move forward in these situations. In fact, we've been to conferences where they try and, is there a, a game plan? Is there a strategy is it to, that we can map for ourselves in these types of events? Yeah. Really, there isn't?
0: Because it's also very, very easy to come off as sounding insincere. Like you don't want to swing way too hard one way. And I don't want to make it sound like this is, you know, compared to other people's day-to-day, our day is just fine. Yeah. You know, it's... But you kind of, like, it's a real, you know, we've got blasted a couple of times already on text here this morning for why aren't we talking about, we have been talking about it. We've been talking about it a lot this morning, but there's really nothing else to say right now, and that's where you end up getting into speculation.
1: Yeah, and you don't want to do that. No. it's, it's It's just a matter of tone, so... Like today, the tone had to change partway through. Yeah. You still want to carry forward and, and keep talking about fun things, about being respectful. It's a tricky balance. Yep. But as a, a, I just thought a, a peek behind the curtain of how a day like this unfolds.
0: And at no time do we sit in the studio and go, forget that. Let's just, it's business as usual in here because it's not business as usual.
1: You're listening to The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. It's like radio, but on the internet. Wow!
0: It's my uh, wife. She's just texting me. What do you want from Costco? I forgot my list. Oh, I should just order a bunch of random things right now.
1: Get her to get you one of those. uh, I noticed last time I was in there, they have like the electronic scooter
0: Oh, yeah. Okay. Electronic scooter, please.
1: Yeah. One of the motored scooters. You know
0: what else they have there and I've never bought? I want a cheese wheel. Like a real, some friends of mine had one. They had a cheese wheel. You can buy a, an eighth share in a cheese wheel if you want to. You can buy a quarter <laughs> share. I don't know if I want the whole thing, but how about uh, a one-eighth share in a cheese wheel? Mm-hmm. Do you need anything?
1: Uh, I mean, a hot dog would be great.
0: And a hot dog for Bryce. <laughs> I can't remember. I want fiber one bars. I know I need fiber one bars.
1: The queso from Costco is real good. I've never had that. The key is to put it in the, the microwave. Like, put it in a bowl, and yeah. then in the microwave, heat it up. Ooh. Ooh, baby. Okay. Oh, baby. Queso. Hey, Bryce. Yeah?
0: i got to ask you a question here. Okay. It's about lubrication. Okay. In your car. Oh, okay. In your car. Because... <laughs> Man, like you're driving along and that little oil light starts flashing. What do you do? Do you drive another 500 kilometers? It seems like a recipe for disaster. Sure does. You need to take that car directly to Lube City. They got 27 locations around Alberta. Chances are there's one near you right now. You can find out lubecity.ca. Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly, solving the world's problems one podcast at a time.
1: It is a little bit gratifying to know that I'm not the only person who doesn't answer the door.
0: Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly. Just two guys watching the world go by. Uh, yesterday morning, Bryce, we were, was it around this time, were we talking about not answering how you don't answer your front door?
1: Yeah. I have a PhD in not answering my front door. I So
0: it was a hard no on buying cabbage rolls and pierogies <laughs> from the door-to-door cabbage roll and pierogi salesperson? Yeah.
1: Okay. Hard no. I don't I want to... Uh... I don't. The only food I would consider buying door to door be Girl Guide cookies. Anything else that is unpackaged, but if seems you were a, homemade, I probably won't buy.
0: At first, you know, at first when somebody said, "Would you buy cabbage rolls from a door to door salesperson?" I'm like, gross. No, but you would buy that at a farmer's market. Like you'd walk up to a table and you'd buy homemade cabbage rolls there.
1: I guess that's true. What's the difference between a farmer's
0: market and I, going door to door? I'm wrestling with that too. I don't know. Uh, but the reason we were talking about this, because somebody had texted in and said that they, uh, a Ukrainian couple had showed up, there was very little English and they had a tray of, they were selling their cabbage rolls and pierogies. So this person bought some and I'm like, I want a review of their food. I want a review of those cabbage rolls. And pierogies for the show today. And they say, the cabbage rolls were good. So if a couple from war-torn Ukraine shows up on your doorstep selling cabbage rolls and pierogies, give them a break and buy a box or two. Oh, that's from Trevor. Thank you, Trevor. So the reviews
1: are in. And he's lived to see another day. Yeah, Trevor, not sick to his pants. Because my first thought is, oh my, one of my enemies or romantic rivals has... Sent poison cabbage rolls my way. Do you have more
0: enemies or more romantic rivals?
1: It's about 50-50 it these is, days. Hey? Wow. Yeah. Okay. I
0: had no idea. Yeah. Uh, somebody else said, I was listening to yesterday's podcast. You guys were asking why people don't answer the door anymore. I bet true crime podcasts are the reason they answered the door and were never heard from again.
1: Yeah, that could have something to do with it. Yeah, the level of creepy certainly has gone up with the interest in true crime.
0: Oh, I know. It's It's
1: bent my emotional frame. I don't know. Like, I've, I have a steady diet of true crime. Yeah, when I when we're driving to work at 4.30 in the morning and I, I see someone out for a walk. You just assume they're a bad guy. I assume they're up to no good. Yeah. Oh, yes. This is the
0: Around Drew Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Whoa! Do people who live in condos or apartment, do you answer your
1: buzzer? No. <laughs> no. I, I was led to believe that uh, if someone just buzzes your thing and wants in the building and you're not expecting them... Yeah. That it's probably some kind of burglar. Oh, yeah. You don't want to let burglars in. I was always paranoid that I would buzz someone in, and then all of a sudden, the next day, there'd be, hey, who buzzed in this guy? He broke in and murdered. Yeah, they took the mailboxes, (laughs) all of them. Yeah, they robbed everyone blind.
0: (laughs) Somebody just said, not answering your door is frustrating. My scout group tried to shovel walkways for free. Half of the houses where someone was clearly home didn't bother to answer the door. Half of those that did answer said no. Well, I kind of I would be like, what's the catch? You know, nobody's just going to show up and shovel snow for free. There must be a catch.
1: I like, I know what they're doing. The scouts, I do. And and it's a nice service they're providing. There's probably a lot of, especially seniors that would love that. Uh, But for me, like I have a certain way I like shoveling my, uh, I, I I got a system. Of course you do. I got a system, and I don't want them messing it up. Crisp lines, right? Crisp lines. Yeah. Uh, Somebody,
0: oh my God. Is it just my neighborhood, or is it like this everywhere, but the number of parents that ring my doorbell selling cookies, chocolates, raffle tickets for their kids is insane. Isn't knocking on doors and selling stuff door to door an important part of developing social skills? I would say yes, it's a very important part of it. Yeah, there's no way in the world my parents would have gone out and sold chocolates for me on your behalf. Not a chance. No way. No. <laughs> no.
1: I still is feel is this something that parents are doing though? I I haven't witnessed this. <laughs> I think we talked about this on the podcast. It was a few weeks ago. I was in a grocery store and there was like some kids there for their soccer team selling stuff. Oh yeah. And I rejected them not once but twice. Oh,
0: because they got you on the way in and on the and way on out. The, on the way out. And did you enjoy every second of rejecting them? I
1: felt pretty guilty about it for a while. So
0: I always do too. When there's somebody set up in the entrance way of the grocery store, and like
1: th- those people are
0: volunteers. Hopefully, you're not abusive towards them. But I just I feel this guilt if I don't stop and buy their whatever they're selling.
1: From a sales perspective, I'm probably if a kid comes to your door selling chocolate bars, yeah. it's harder to say no. But if their parent is there on their behalf, that's a pretty easy way to say no. Oh,
0: I have no trouble saying no to that. Yeah. Yeah. Go get your kid and maybe I'll buy your $9 almonds. (laughs) But then that sounds really kind of... I should not be asking for your kid to come to my door. Yeah, present your child first. Yeah, weird. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Uh, As it turns out, there is one person that still answers their door. This person here. I always answer the door. I'm always down for a debate. But I also love answering scam phone calls. I will stop working to answer one of those calls. Waste my time? I will waste yours. Millie. So, Millie, you've turned this into a sport, huh? I asked the question, too, uh, because I have not witnessed this firsthand. Somebody else said, has anyone else noticed that parents are the ones coming to your door now to sell their kids chocolates or cookies or whatever? I haven't seen that in my neighborhood, but apparently it's a thing. This person says, we make my son sell the cookies slash bars himself, but he's smart and he makes his little cuter brother come with him. Ooh, okay. You're baiting them with the cute little brother. Somebody else says, your doorbell is just like your phone. You're not obligated to answer it. The difference with the doorbell, though, is... You know, if they can see lights on inside the house or they they can see shadows moving, they know you're in there. That's the weird part to me. It's the Gunner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. This person, uh, they're listening in rural Ontario. If someone knocks on my door, I answer holding something that I can use as a weapon. Like what, a golf club? And when it turns out to be your aunt, you just say, I got a simulator in the basement now. What? I don't know what I do. Because often, like I drive across the prairies lots back to the old country and sometimes i'll take a different route i'll be in the middle of nowhere and you just see a farmhouse off to the side of the road and i don't know what i would do if it was two in the morning and somebody was pounding on my door what do you do in that instance this person says i do not answer my door unless i'm expecting someone from now on this was during covid two years ago as i answered my door some adult was asking for bottles. I asked what organization he was with and the guy said his organization. Then I quickly shut the door and he kept on banging on the door as I called the police and warned my neighbors. I live in the West End, typically a great area. Lesson learned.
1: You're listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast.
0: Uh, You know what else we talked about in the podcast yesterday too and I was... About when I went down the basement the other day to change my furnace filter. Oh, right. And then as I'm walking past my treadmill to go back upstairs, I thought, there's nobody home right now. I think I'll hop on this treadmill for 15 minutes or so. Just bang out another 15. Get those minutes up on my Apple Watch. And uh, I was wearing jeans and a hoodie. So I just took my jean pants off. Because nobody was home and I went on the treadmill for 15 minutes in my, you know, my, my knee highs and my underpants. Mm. So, but then I was thinking to myself, what happened if I biffed it on the treadmill and I wiped out in just underwear? And then my parent, or my, uh, my beautiful bride came home and found me on the floor.
1: Yeah. Like that'd be.
0: What a humili- humiliating way to go.
1: Yeah, you're trying to explain that he just tried to hop on the treadmill, but uh-huh. she's not buying it. No. Like, what's going on down here? Why don't you have pants on?
0: Yeah, what are you doing? Yeah. I did have my running shoes on, which is a good look. Running shoes uh, with socks that came up to my mid, uh, mid-calf and underwear.
1: It's a bold choice. It's one of those things in the moment because no one's home. Sure, it makes sense. Yeah. No harm, no foul. But I maybe you don't think ahead to what if? What if I busted my leg? What if you snap a bone in yeah. your leg and all of a sudden you need to call an ambulance? They come crashing through the front door, find you on the ground, and it's just confusion. So
0: maybe that's what we could do today is uh, stop uh, talk a, a little bit more about the stuff you do when you're home alone. As it turns out, I'm an underwear on the treadmill guy when I'm home alone.
1: I think also we need to have an intervention with you and your Apple Watch. Oh, I know
0: it's time. I
1: think that thing's controlling your life.
0: Can I tell you right now, What it, before 5 o'clock
1: this morning, I had two-thirds of my rings closed. Yeah, see, that's insane. You need to throw that thing into the sun. I think I do. It's insane.
0: <laughs> do you think I have a problem?
1: I think you do. Yeah. Yeah, if we're getting too uh, pantsless on the treadmill, just to get a few more minutes on your Apple Watch mm-hmm. uh, for at that point.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I could have worse problems, worse, ha- worse habits. Uh, what do you do when you're home alone that you'd be horrified if somebody came in and found you doing that thing? Is it underwear on the treadmill? Is that your thing? Not you, Bryce. Because I asked you yesterday in the podcast, do you ever just sort of walk by that Peloton
1: and go, well, might as well just strip down here and hit the Peloton for a few minutes? Drop my Levi's and go for a ride? Yeah. No, I don't think I've ever done that. <laughs> the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly
0: Podcast. Somebody just texted and said, can't say I used the treadmill in my underwear, but I did get locked out of my house in my sweatpants and bra. Oof. We do have a key hidden in our shed, but I still had to walk around the house where a corner lot on a fairly busy street, climb over the fence and get the key. Forget hiding a key outside. You need to stash a hoodie. You need to have partial accidental nudity and public emergency kit stashed somewhere in case you get locked out of your house while you're semi-nude
1: yeah yeah an emergency blouse just in case Maybe even if it's just a garbage bag or a potato sack yeah you need something out there
0: because i'm sure that happens to people quite regularly how do you get locked out of your house in just your sweatpants and your bra yeah that's a tricky one i'm gonna guess probably i don't know the answer but i'm gonna guess it had something to do with the pet outside
1: the weird one the neighbor is outside mowing their lawn <laughs> just getting an eyeful. yeah what's up brenda
0: thanks for listening to the garner andrews show with bryce kelly podcast theme music by garner andrews guests of the podcast stay in the dumpster behind the building in the rail yard classy